You're listening to Radio MD. It's time to Ask Dr. Mike on Healthy Talk. Call or email to ask your questions now. Email Smith at RadioMD.com or call 877-711-5211. The lines are open. That is Smith at RadioMD.com. Send me your questions. Be detailed. Be vague. Give me your name. Don't. It's all good. I enjoy this part of the show. So this next question um, is about a report that just came out um, this week uh, by U.S. News. And the the title of this report was The Antioxidant Era is Over. And this listener says, is this true? What are your thoughts? Is the antioxidant era over? I don't know if you guys, if any of my listeners saw that report. Um, on U.S. News. Well, okay, first off, no, the antioxidant era is not over. But let me explain to you what is happening, and it's good because this is what science is all about. It's about this unveiling of information. We, You know, if anybody ever tells you, if a scientist ever says to you, this is the final absolute answer. That, that would I'd get a little worried. Science just doesn't work like that. I mean, yeah, there are some um, scientific laws that we have that are established in nature and stuff like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when it comes especially to like medicine and the human body and genetics and disease and all this kind of stuff, if any doctor ever says, oh, this is how it is, this is the absolute answer, I'd be very worried about that person. <laughs> There's something wrong. Science is this um, never-ending, really, especially medical science, is never-ending um, search for truth. And we're not, we don't really discover things in science, by the way. Things are just kind of revealed to us as we do research and we learn. And, 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 and all of this, what, what the implication is then is we have to be open-minded to where the research takes us. And what we're finding is, you know, okay, so uh, what, uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, the whole idea of um, oxidation and how bad that is, free radicals, which are oxygen-based compounds that are very highly reactive in the body and they cause a lot of damage and many of our toxins are based on oxygen. I mean, even just creating normal cell energy creates free radicals and stuff. You know, when you create ATP, which is your energy currency, some free radicals are formed. And when they build up over time, we call that oxidative stress. And the body has natural antioxidants that fight against that. But as you get older, those natural intrinsic antioxidants just don't work as well. You don't produce them as much. And that's why it's important to eat uh, in your food sources, antioxidants, deep, dark colored fruits and vegetables, maybe even supplement with some. And that's so that's where all and that that this idea that we need to reduce oxidative stress with antioxidants, either from our own body or from food sources, has been around for a while. As a matter of fact, at Life Extension, we were really the first company to bring to the market a true antioxidant formula called the Life Extension Mix. We did that. Uh, in the early 80s, it was introduced on the Merv Griffin show, for some of you that might remember him and his show. 
So, so this idea, this idea that we need to reduce oxidative stress with antioxidants has been around, and it's still true. All this report in U.S. News was really just questioning, you know, when you look at an antioxidant from a deep, dark colored fruit or vegetable, we call them polyphenols, right? Polyphenols are plant-based antioxidants. When you look at the research, what we're really discovering is that, yes, they they have antioxidant properties. Yes, they can kind of get rid of some of those free radicals. Yes, they can reduce oxidative stress. That's all true. But what we're discovering is that these plant-based antioxidants do so much more. And as a matter of fact, a lot of the health benefits that we, you know, are that we get out of these plant sources and, 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 you know, fruits and vegetables and stuff, um, the, the benefit we get might actually come more from non-antioxidant activity. So polyphenols, which ultimately are classified as antioxidants, and yes, that's good, and that does help your body some, but they do so much more. And as a matter of fact, you might be helped more by those other things they do. Let me, let me give you an example. Pomegranate. Oh, you guys know I love pomegranate. I, so it's one of those, if, if you look at what is called the ORAC value, which is the oxygen reabsorption capacity, right? The or, the ORAC value, it's just a measurement of how well it absorbs free radicals, how, how strong of an antioxidant it is. Um, pomegranate is way up there. It's not, it's not, it's not the strongest by far, but it's, it's up there on the list. So it's, so pomegranate has polyphenols in it, compounds, plant-based compounds that are antioxidants, polyphenols. And so when you eat pomegranate, when you supplement with pomegranate, you are getting a lot of these very important antioxidants, which are very important to reducing something that can be very damaging called oxidative stress. So all of that is still true. However, we have discovered over the past few years that pomegranate antioxidants do many other things. For instance, they help your body to produce nitric oxide, which is critical to a healthy cardiovascular system. The more nitric oxide you produce, the healthier the cells that line the inside of the artery called the endothelium are. And if those cells are healthy, your cardiovascular system is healthy. So, so what we're questioning now, we're not questioning that antioxidants from pomegranate are important. That's not what we're really questioning. What we're really asking is, but what what is the real most important benefit I'm getting from pomegranate? Is it the antioxidant property or is it maybe the fact that it boosts nitric oxide production? And what we're discovering is probably we're getting more benefit out of the nitric oxide production than the actual antioxidant property of pomegranate. So the antioxidant era is not over. We're just discovering that these antioxidants do much more for us. And the research is going to shift from the antioxidant properties of these important compounds to those other things they do, like the nitric oxide with pomegranate. That's a great example. So nothing's ending here. Antioxidants are still important. What what you might see over the next few years is less and less companies promoting the antioxidant activity of products. You you might see less and less in commercials and on labels the word antioxidant. 
and instead you'll start seeing other words that those compounds do. So pomegranate um, products might be promoting more that nitric oxide thing versus just an antioxidant. That's all. So you might recognize, or maybe you don't because marketers are really good at diverting your attention, but what you, what, if you stay you know, attuned to what's going on, most likely what you're going to see over the next few years is less talk about antioxidants and more talk about those other things these compounds do. So the, the air is not over. It's just the research is shifting. The marketing is going to shift to some of those other benefits. That's my long-winded thought on all this. <laughs> Great question, though. Again, that's this is a report that just came out at U.S. News. So you should. T- it's a really interesting report. As a matter of fact, we're, according to this report, we're already starting to see. I guess they did some market analysis. We're already starting to see a drop in the the number of times a marketer uses the word antioxidant. We're already starting to see that, and we're already starting to see monies shift from the antioxidant research to some of that other stuff. So it's already happening. Real quickly, um, I think I can answer this real quick. Is it true that smell or lack of it is a sign of aging? Great question. It's actually um, has been shown that when you lack smell, it increases your risk of death within the next five years. So it's not really about aging. It's about mortality. And that was published in the Public Library of Science in 2014. So lack of smell, yes, is an early warning sign for death. So there you go. (laughs) That's all I have time for. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.